Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Play ball! It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. The third base, that is a fair ball. Manny, an impossible play. Oh, I got it! Manny Machado. The inside story on baseball and more. The winning run on set. I think, who would you want up more than Johnny Trudeau? It's been a magical year for Johnny as he comes into the last game with a 699 average. All right, come on, it's getting dark. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. It's a perfect day for softball here at the stadium. 55,000 on hand for Johnny Trudeau. Bobblehead day here. I mean, it's a great day for the kids. All fans 16 and under will get one. And can Johnny go with a 700 batting average? Do you ever shut the f*** up? On 1080 The Fan. Hour two of two here on the Hot Corner. Patrick out today. It is Joe and I here with you. If you missed our number one, you can find it on the Les Schwab Tires podcast on 1080thefan.com, the Odyssey app, and most other places you can find your podcast. There will not be a beers on us this week. For those of you who listen to both, thank you for your update, Joe. I did listen. I put on the hockey game. I love overtime. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs. Stanley Cup Finals, game one, game overtime. Game one, OT. Tampa going for the three-peat. Colorado's really stinking good. Yes, they are trying to win their first championship since 01, I believe. I do remember. Was it 01? Yes, I want to say it was the year after. I recall the red. No, you know what? I'm going to stop because I don't know enough about hockey. And I, you know, I didn't I didn't peg you as a guy who knew hockey well. All I'm going to say is I remember Patrick Waugh getting crushed in a game. It could have been USA versus Canada, but I know that he was the goalie for Colorado. And I thought it was maybe Red Wings Avalanche the year after they won the championship. Uh, wow. Game over already. And the Avalanche win. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there goes the overtime excitement. That, uh, Burakovsky. It was. I, think I, I had him. I think I had him on the fantasy team this year at some ah, point. Ah, look De- at that. Defenseman. Let's go. Joe with the sneaky NHL knowledge because you played fantasy hockey this year That's and right. did well. 
Uh, I basically, for the most part, only know about the players that I had on my well, team. Well, hey, that's how it starts. Because when you do it next year, you're going to have different players in your team. Yes, sir. And then you're going to learn more. I don't know if I want to press my luck, though. I got my 50 bucks back for finishing in third place. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, but it got stressful at times. <laughs> like before the playoffs, I went 0-5 because I just stopped doing my roster. Because I was, I was in the playoffs. I was good to go. And so I just kind of mailed it in the last part of the season. Because it, it's a grind. I can handle baseball. I know a little bit more about that, but the hockey, it was, it was tough. Uh, the avalanche did win in 2000, 2001, but that was when they beat my devils. No. Well, didn't the devils win like two or three years after that, the devils won three total. The abs have won two total devils won. I think it was the year after that. Um, how do I, hello? How do I get there? I clicked on the team and it brought me to that team are, season. No, I, I are you want, my dad? <laughs> I want my own team. No, are you okay? Wikipedia, you're too smart. Did you unplug it and plug it back in? <laughs> no, son. No, I didn't. Why would I do that? <laughs> uh, they won in o two o three, as well as the year prior to that, ninety nine two thousand. I knew they won three. I don't remember the years. Gotcha. Ninety four, ninety five, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand two, two thousand three. Well, good for you. Um, it is good for me. Thank you. Whatever. Thank you, Joe. Who's your hockey team? Oh, you're a Sharks fan. That's right. Yeah. How's that going for you? Good for you, Mike. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, my team's been really bad for a long time. So yeah. We're, I would say the Sharks are probably way better. The Sharks are probably better than the Devils, but that it's not by much. Well, I mean, historically, no, I don't think so. But in the last 10 years, yes, for sure. But the last three years, no. Well, yes. The Devils have been one of the worst teams in hockey. So, yes. But... Hey, all that youth is about to come up. And Jack Hughes looks really good. That's Joe. Get Jack Hughes next year in fantasy, Joe. Are we we talking hockey for more than three minutes on this show? We are. Look at us. (laughs) Hey, you get an overtime Stanley Cup final game. We're going to talk hockey. I like hockey. And you get the game winner on air. Yes. Although I didn't really get to see it because I looked up and then they were celebrating. And then I was like, oh, it's over. So I have no idea what happened. But... Do you have any rooting interest at all in this? Yeah. I'm rooting for Colorado. Yeah. I, I don't want Tampa to win three in a row. See, this is the funny thing. I about, don't like Tampa. The funny thing about hockey is I feel like unlike other sports, I remember the one-offs. Like I remember, I'll always remember when Georgia, well, we'll see if Georgia keeps winning, but I remember, I'll remember Georgia winning. Well, now the that Dan Lanning is gone. He's definitely not. Yeah, that's Tampa. right, baby. Let's go. Um, I'll always remember that Georgia championship because it was the first one in however many years. That Raptors championship, them winning it. The Eagles, you know, again, those one-off first-time moments where I remember that. In hockey, I remember the dynasties more so. Like, I remember the Blackhawks from uh, about 10, 15 years ago with Patrick Kane. They won like three and four seasons or five seasons. The Penguins from a few years ago. Uh, the Red Wings from the the nineties and early two thousands. Those teams that are stacked dynasties. I remember those more so in hockey than those one off teams that won it that one year. Um, the reason I hate the Lightning, by the way, it's just not a random hate. Three or four years ago, when the Devils last made the playoffs, they played Tampa in the first round, and the Lightning annihilated them. <laughs> it, it was a four one series win, and. Every game was a nightmare to watch, except for the Devils win 
It's like no matter how well the Devils played, the Lightning would just immediately score. Like a really good run of play in the in the Lightning zone. Oh, defensive turnover. They go down the other way. Score. Oh, Devils, they were very close on that opportunity. Lightning taking it down the ice. They shoot. They score. It, it felt it, – I don't think it was to the same level because <laughs> – what the Blazers did in that Warriors series where they led every game until the fourth quarter and then right. lost every game. It felt similar to that series because you're like, all right, hey, we're playing Dude, okay, we're yeah. playing okay, we're and it's one up. nothing, yeah. and it's two nothing, and it's three nothing. Hey, we scored. Oh well. And you lost. So that's that's why I don't like the hey. lightning. It's not it's not like a hating greatness thing. It's a personal reason. So then, go Avalanche. But then you get series like that, and a, you get a Myers-Leonard going off in a meaningless game four. You know what? And that's the moment you live for when you watch yeah, sports. Yeah, baby. You'll, you remember where you are in those moments. Yep. You will always remember when Myers-Leonard scored 20 The Myers-Leonard game. The, the, the only <laughs> Myers-Leonard game. From the past and now moving into the future. That's the only one. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll break. We'll come back. Red Sox slash Wild Card standings <laughs> What's going on right now <laughs> is next. We'll work. We're getting back on the clock, Joe. All right, this is Hot Corner and hockey on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 the fan and 18 here on your Wednesday evening fair foul coming up next want to do a little check-in on the wild card standings here in a moment but we talked about the Padres at the or near the end of the first hour they're very good and I don't know why here's a segment on the Red Sox who started off awful this year which surprised a lot of people because everybody said hey the four teams in the AL East may all make the playoffs which would be pretty sensational especially because they did the expanded playoffs this year that all four of the top teams could make it and Boston immediately started awful and you're like well maybe we were wrong and Boston is as bad as we thought they were last year when they weren't bad at all well they have turned things around quite significantly they I, I uh, they are now four games over 500 when they were nine games below 500 and are now in the final of the three wild card spots in the American League. And Boston's done it kind of across the board. Their bullpen's still really rough, but their starting staff's been better than you would think. Their best starter right now is a guy who I think everybody thought was dead. It's Michael Waka. 
Do you remember Michael Waka? Dude has been nails for the Red Sox. He's got 10 starts, and he's got a 2-3-3 ERA. Nady Evaldi, every time I look up, I see a highlight of him giving up a homer, but he's got a 3-1-6 ERA. Nick Pavetta's having the best year of his career. He's got a 3-5-0 ERA. And they've kind of gone all over the place with their other starters. They've got the best nickname in baseball uh, in Rich Hill, a.k.a. Dick Mountain, who uh, is doing pretty much Rich Hill things. Some good starts, some really bad starts. He's pretty middling. And they've, they've had Garrett Whitlock, who is a starter, but they had him in the bullpen last year. They've had him both start and be in the bullpen. He's been pretty solid. Uh, same for Tanner Houck, who was really good for them last year. He's been more in the bullpen than as a starter, but he's been good, generally speaking, as well. Kind of across the board, the Red Sox have improved. And I think they're legit. Like, I think there are people who will look at that and be like, ah, they're hot and don't worry about it. So they're going to they're gonna collapse again. They're, and th- this will sound biased because I'm a fan of the Yankees and I'm a fan of an a- AL East team. There is a difference to the level of play on a day-in, day-out basis when you play in the American League East. I think you could probably this year, based on how it's going, make the same argument for the NL West with the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres. And with the good starts that the Diamondbacks and Rockies had, all those games were pretty tough for a while, although those two teams have come back to earth. There's a difference. So when you see a team in a division that you deem as better than the others come back from a bad start and get to this level and be back in the playoff picture, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say I think they're actually pretty good. Now, I do think they've had a bit of a schedule luck, and I read something that says they maybe have – the hardest schedule coming up here shortly in uh, in the month of June. So this is what they've got coming up. They finished the series with Oakland, who we know absolutely sucks. Um, then they play St. Louis for three games. Then they get Detroit, who can't hit anything at all. Then they go at Cleveland, who is pretty good this year, competitive, at Toronto, at the Cubs, they suck. And then Tampa, New York, Tampa, New York. Back to back to back to back. And that is a three-game series, two four-game series, and a three-game series, all leading up to the All-Star break. We will know damn well if the Red Sox are actually what I'm saying in good at the end of June and July going into the All-Star break. Yes, they've got some winnable series in there, but this is going to be a tough run because they do have a bit of scheduling luck here. They played Seattle, the White Sox, the Orioles, the Reds, the A's, the Angels, the Mariners, and the A's. Back to back to back to back to back to back, all in May and early June. Those are some pretty easy games. You caught the Angels in the midst of their giant losing streak, although they did break it against you in the final game of that series. Um, Oakland is obviously dreadful. The Mariners have not been very good. We already mentioned the Reds. Uh, They split a bunch of games with the Orioles. The White Sox have been pretty mediocre this year, so... It's been a good run of games to get them back. They were 15 and 22 and they are now 34 and 29. So a bit of schedule luck for them for sure. But based on the way they're playing, I think it's going to be sustainable or at least in this tough stretch of games, they'll be way more competitive than they were earlier in the year. They've got a bunch of guys who are hitting over 300. JD Martinez is hitting 345. Although like we talked about last week when Joe was out, JD's BABIP, his batting average on balls and play, at least when I saw it last week, was like 460, which is unheard of good luck. So that that will drop. 
Uh, Xander Bogarts is as good as you know him to be. He's hitting 335. Rafael Devers leads the league in hits with 85. He's hitting 332. He's been awesome. And the rest of the guys are up and down. Trevor Story had that amazing like two weeks, and then since then has cooled off again. But um, I, I believe in the Red Sox being a real legitimate threat in the American League East as well as in the playoffs. And that brings me to the wildcard conversation, which is right now, in the American League, the three wildcard teams are the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the Red and Sox. The Orioles. Oh. <laughs> no, not the Orioles. Orioles seven and a half out of that third wildcard spot. <sighs> you guys can do it. No, we can't. No, you can't. No, we can't. <laughs> Your pitching is not good enough. But that lineup, though. I'm mm-mm. I'm liking the batting lineup right now. It's looking really sexy. I'm feeling it. Mount Castle's been stroking it. Yep. It's been great. Trey Mancini is still really good. Cedric Mullins has figured it out. Austin uh, Austin Hayes. Austin has Hayes been a has been really revelation good. this year. Santander hurt now, or no paternity list, right? He'll be back. Um, He's been really good. I think he uh, did, didn't have the vaccine. Oh, is and that they, what it is? Yeah, and they're trying to play it off as if it was like an actual like. Oh, <laughs> I see. Because they're in Toronto, right? Right. I see. I see. Um, National League. You no, go. no, he actually needs to go on the IL. <laughs> No, yeah, he's yeah. got something bothering him, soft yeah. tissue thing. National League, your wild card teams, right, Meow, are the Padres, Braves, and Giants. Wow, the Brewers have really fallen. They were in first by a lot, and now they're not even in the playoff picture. Uh, well, they are in the picture. They're not in the playoffs. They're a game back. I Look, I don't like the expanded playoffs. I don't think we need to add more teams in, although I did say that I'm open to the idea of seven from each league being acceptable, which is where we're at right now. But if these are the teams that are going to make the playoffs, like let's just say the this stays the same all the way through, I would love to see the Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Padres, Braves, Giants in the playoffs. Like that's those are good teams. Those are competitive teams. And and this is not the this is not feeding into my worry of you're going to get a bad team in the playoffs if those are the teams that make it. And you know, I'm I'm a little nervous about it, but like I like I talked about before the season, I'm willing to give it a shot. And so far, okay, I okay. Was, I was sitting here last year. Well, you S- want every team in the playoffs, Joe? No, I just want more chances for my Orioles to somehow right. make it, which might still take a few years. But anyways, I was sitting here last year. I was like, because the Blue Jays were good last year, and they didn't make the playoffs. And I was saying it'd be a shame if. There was there wasn't a format, some way that we could change things so that way, you know, some of these good teams that just miss out, miss out on the playoffs still get their chance. And now we got it. I'm happy. I'm a, I'm a happy clam over here with this expanded playoffs. I what is the setup? So there's going to be three wild card teams. Does one of do, do two of the wild card teams play each other, and then the other one plays a the best team in their league. Sure. Is that how it works? Sounds good, Mike. So, sounds. Well, that's not very helpful. Sounds though. just fine. Okay. If MLB playoffs started today, there's always a website for that. Um, playoffstatus.com. Nice. Is this our nest, our next roster resource? No, oh. because it's giving me no information. <laughs> Buried in the depths of hell. This is not helpful. It's just telling. Oh, well, okay. 
Um, yeah, so the four and the five seed will play each other, and the three and the six seed will play each other. Oh, so it's just kind of like a NFL. Kind of, yeah. And then the one and the two seed awaits the winners of those two series. So uh, NFL from a couple of years ago, not current NFL. Yes. Now. So, yeah, so the first two wild card teams will play each other in a three-game series. And then the third best division winner will play the worst wild card team also in a three game series. And then it goes five game series for the divisional round and then seven for the CS and seven for the World Series. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind if the divisional series got moved to seven games if you're going to do three for the wild card, but I'll take five. It's fine. Um, Shorten also, the playoffs a little bit. I also bit. want to say just about the standings and some of the teams that are now in it and not in it how crazy have things changed in the last like two weeks like two weeks ago angels were good braves weren't brewers were fighting for the top of the division well now it seems like they're starting to give it up to the cardinals yeah the padres were you know they were good but uh, i don't know six seven games back boston's now in the picture again yeah Red Sox are good. Things really turned on a dime here for some teams Yeah, they in really a matter did. of two weeks. And uh, by the way, the Braves did win their 14th yeah. straight game. They have Four. not lost in this month. Oh, yeah. They are 14-0 in the month of June. How about that? <laughs> that Four nuts? games behind the Mets now for the, that division. The Phillies also, as soon as they fire Joe uh, Girardi, yep. they're good. They've won a lot of games as well. Yep. Yeah. Things can change. Things can change. But also things can stay the same. Sorry, Kansas City. Oh, boy. Sorry, Detroit. Oh, boy. Yeah. Detroit's offense is really bad. Oh. Like, I think historically. You bad. want to talk about a tease or foreshadowing for the next segment? Mike. Oh, the Tigers' offense, huh? I saw that after their loss today where they used not one, not two, but three, three position player players. pitchers. Yeah, that's that's. They decided to hold a team meeting after today's loss. You should. That's embarrassing. Three, three position players. Is that Hinch over there? It is Hinch over there. That's that's borderline fireable. I feel like. Well, I think it's a we're losing by thirteen runs. What do you want me to do? We don't have any arms. From what I remember, when the Yankees played them, they talked about just how devastated from injuries they are. So, I think that's probably part of it. Hey, that's why just, not? That's just embarrassing. I saw I, I saw 13 and or 13 0 is bad enough. Charlie Culberson. I don't remember what team he's on. I think he was on the Rangers. I don't know if he's still on the Rangers. He was pitching as a position player today or yesterday. Throwing 94, 92. Like actually just pitching. Better <laughs> yeah. than lobbing up a 35 mile per hour ethos. No, that was Frank Schwindel. That was funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> Hit for a homer, by the way, but he just <laughs> floated that ball as if it fell from the heavens. Yeah. That was <laughs> Got fantastic. yacked out of there. If I can quote Patrick Harris. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. Joe's got a sports center update and we will get to fair or foul next. This is the hot corner on the fan. Is it fair? Oh my That's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner. 
Turner on 1080 The Fan. That open means it is time for fourth, which we have not called fourth enough recently. It is time for fair or foul, usually when it's just two of us. Trivia-based fair or foul is the route we go, not opinion slash trivia, just full-on trivia. Be curious to see what Joe has got uh, warmed up for me today over there. Yes. Yes. I have. <laughs> you've, some... warm, you've warmed some questions up for me? Yes. 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 I have them here for you, Michael. Uh, we talked about the Red Sox, that they have been playing exceptional lately. We have started to swing the bats very good. Yes. Those Red Sox have. And um, they've climbed in the standings in the wild card, as mentioned as well. They're right there. But the Yankees are really good, too. (laughs) Yes. Fair or foul? The Red Sox are worse in the standings than they were a month ago. Oh. In the AL East. Thank you for the easy question, because, of course, I would know this. The answer is fair. Uh, the, the Someone sa- was on Reddit this morning. Uh. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, and it's been on Twitter, too. The Red Sox are, I think it's like 22 and Makes 9. Sense. Yes, sir. In their last month of play. Yeah. And they were 11 and a half games back at the Yankees, and they are now 12 and a half games back. Yeah, I said, uh, I mean, 22 and 9, that's 31 games. That's probably over like a month and a half or a month know, and a week. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, is that that's that goes to show how good the Yankees are. Yeah. I, I'm I'm finding a little enjoyment from the thought that Blue Jays fans, Red Sox fans, and Rays fans, although the Yankees are playing the Rays right now, win their game. And then look at the scores app on their phone and see the Yankees also won and go, damn it. Dude, this sucks. And then when the Yankees, Yankees are, do lose their game, it's like the same time that they lose a game. And it's like, come on. I remember this kind of last year. I think it was last year where no matter how well the Yankees played, Boston kept the lead the same. And I think that was last year. Maybe it was a couple of years ago. I can't remember what year it was. Um, And it was like, no matter, I think actually, no, it was like 2018. No matter what the Yankees did, the Red Sox just won. And it was just their year. And that's kind of how it feels on the reverse side so far. And I've been enjoying it. I have been. It's, It's hard to be calm, normal Mike Yankee fan. Because the excitement's really building. Well, I was going to say, it's got to be very different this year because it's not like the Yankees are, you know, leading the division and are just good. They're really good. Yeah. Like, they are dominating this year and have some high aspirations. And it's just funny because, you know, going in the air at, you know, Oh, it could be anyone's division. It could be the Yankees. Red Sox could repeat. You know, the, the Rays Blue are always Jays, good. The Rays are always, oh, my yeah. gosh. And now it's just like, no, no, it's it's the Yankees division. And those other three teams are just sitting with their hands in their lap, just pissed off. God, we got to do this wild card nonsense. Yeah. And then the Orioles are just sitting there laughing. At yeah. Everyone. Well, the Orioles games. are playing spoiler. Yes. Any, any game they win against the division, it's like, damn it. We're not supposed to lose to this team. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll have fun playing that role this year. All right, moving on. Staying with this Yankees trend here, Michael. Yes. Aaron Judge, he hit another home run today. He's got 25 on the season. That he does. The Detroit Tigers, they did not hit a home run today. <laughs> they did not score a single run today. Shocking. Fair or foul? 
Aaron Judge has more home runs over the last 30 days than the entire Detroit Tigers organization. And it's not a trick question where I'm saying organization, so I mean no, AAA. No, you mean the major the, team. Yeah. I mean the team, yes. Oh, last 30 days. That'd be cruel. Okay, so Judge has 25, and it's June 15th. So he's essentially hit 10 a month. And he's on pace to hit 10 this month. So in the last 30 days, he's hit 10. Have the Tigers as a team hit more than 10 homers in the last 30 days? That to me seems impossible that they haven't. So I'm going to say foul. Well, you are correct. They have hit more home runs than 10 in the last 30. They have hit 13. Oh, does Judge have more than that? Um... We're taking a look at the replay, and we can't make a call on this. We're going to just have to leave it as a push because they both have 13 home runs over the last 30 days. <laughs> In MLB history, first time ever, neither fair or foul. Wow. I don't know what we do here. That I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I Do we just stop playing? The fact that one person has that many homers, well, the, the, honestly, has as many homers as an entire team over a month is ludicrous. I, I think the more amazing part of this is the fact that the Tigers have that little home runs over 30 days. Yeah. Like, dude. Have you looked at their lineup? I don't want to. Why? I mean, I want to just to see Spencer Torkelson's name because it's <laughs> fun seeing it and saying it. Well, Spencer Torkelson's sucking it up like everybody else. Well, his last name is Torkelson for God's sake. He's one of the best prospects in baseball. Okay, so today they fielded a lineup with and this includes guys who eventually got into the game. Oh, Javi Baez didn't even play today. One, two, three, four guys hitting five, five, five guys hitting <laughs> below 200. And Javi Baez is also hitting below 200 and didn't play. Is he, is he really? He's hitting. I'll look it up. He is hitting like 160. Oh, buddy. That is. Yeesh. That's not good. There he is. Okay. Javi Baez is hitting 188. Is Miggy one of those below 200 hitters? No, no. Miggy's hitting 289 because he's one of the greatest hitters we've ever seen. Um, Robbie Grossman, he pinch hit today. He's hitting 199. Jonathan Scope's hitting 190. Spencer Torkelson's hitting 178. Eric Haas is hitting 178. And Cody Clements, Roger Clements' kid, is in the majors for the Tigers, is hitting 077. God. That is that. He pitched today, by the way, which you would think, hey, Roger Clemens kids pitched. He threw like gas. 40 miles an hour. <laughs> he was throwing up ethoses out, out there. The Tigers suck. Uh, yes. Yes, they do. Very bad. Um, I am confident that the Orioles will not finish worse than them this year. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, I would say that's probably a safe bet. Uh, all right. What's our next one here? Um, staying with this Yankees trend here. Not only are they raking, hitting the ball well, but are also pitching well. Thank you, Clay Holmes. Snagged him in fantasy earlier in the year. Yep. Although now Chapman's coming back, and they said that they may use both of them as a closer. So, Guess who also has Chapman on their ah. fantasy team? <laughs> Let's go. This guy over here. Um, yeah, the Clay Holmes was uh, my, uh, my handcuff for Chapman going into the season. Very nice. I figured as a risky handcuff because you didn't think he would be the guy, right? I didn't. 
I didn't even know who the hell Clay Holmes was when I picked him up. I just saw he was a Yankees relief yeah, pitcher, ERA. and yeah. yeah. And you were talking about how Chapman might not be as reliable this year, and he just controls all over the place. Definitely not. I think Clay Holmes, after today, has now had 29 nine consecutive scoreless appearances. Yep, it's working out nice. Um, so, with that being said, Yankees pitching very, very well. Fair foul. They are the only team with an ERA below three. Ooh. See, I know, I, I thought you were going to go a different way with this. They're the only team who has allowed less than 200 runs in the majors. Um, are they the only team with an ERA under three? I'm going to say foul. I think the Dodgers, although I know the Dodgers have been a little shaky the last few weeks, have still been pitching really well. Because uh, I think, I think the Dodgers actually, last time I saw, had a better starter ERA than the Yankees did. I'll say foul. I think Yankees and Dodgers both under ERA of three. And the pitch. Mike knocks it out of the park. Yankees and Dodgers both correct with an ERA under three. Only those two teams. Yep. There is one. Even with the um, dead ball this year, although I think people think that maybe the ball got juiced again because runs are coming at an alarming rate all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got 13 today from whoever beat the Tigers. The Padres have scored like 14 today. Yeah. Well, there's also a lot of really bad teams. This Yankees year. scored like 18 on Sunday or something like that. Well, the common thread there is the Yankees scored 18 against the Cubs and the Padres are scoring 13 against the Cubs. Ah, they so, suck. Great pitching over there in Chicago. It's really bad. Um, what was the one I just told you? Uh, oh, ERAs. the team ERA. Yeah, there was another team that was very, very close to the ooh, three ooh, okay. threshold. Let me think um, about it. Let me think about it. 303. Okay. Oh, is it the Mets? Uh, it is not the Mets. Uh, Mets actually 14th in the league at 387. Whoa. Because yeah. they were up there for a while, but I guess they've had a lot of injuries. Oh, I don't know. Who is it? Your Houston Astros. Ah, there they are. Dude, they're good. Their problem is, is they're not really hitting very well. No, but they're still they're still good. They're good. Yeah. And they have a player who is very difficult to dislike because he was not on the cheating teams. Jordan Alvarez. Yes, who yeah. I think. Who's really good. May be the new best hitter in baseball. Yeah, he's. And. You can make an argument this year for Aaron Judge. Of course, you know, Mike Trout will always be the best hitter in baseball purely based on his talent, although he is uh, he's starting to look a little bit older as he's out there. He's getting hurt a little bit more. He had that big 0 for 24 slump in the middle of the losing streak. Maybe I'm writing him off too soon. It's just that Trout is not exactly the same Trout. Alvarez, you would think, based on if you look at him, he's like just a power hitter. He, he's basically like Aaron Judge light or Aaron Judge. They're both really tall guys, but they hit for average. They're both hitting over 300. They both hit for a ton of power and hit the ball really hard. It's kind of hard to dislike him because he wasn't on the cheating team. It's, I mean, you can dislike him because he's an Astro, but Alvarez is awesome. I mean, that's, you know, that's the qualifier for if I hate you, were you a part of that Astros team? And if you were not, then I mean. Kind of fair game. Yeah. To like. Yeah, you're good. All right, and moving on to our last one, Atlanta Braves. They have picked it up. 14 straight wins now as of today. My lucky number, 14. Defending World Series champions. Playing like it. Um, So with that 14th win today, fair or foul, they have now tied for the most wins in, well, not most wins, longest win streak in franchise history. Oh, 
fair? No, foul. I think they now have the longest winning streak in franchise history. Do they? Yeah. Foul. Do they? Foul. Foul. Well, they don't. Um, I believed. 14 straight wins is now, eh, you could say it's second or third. And the reason I say that is because uh, they won 15 straight in 2000. Okay. But the longest win streak in Atlanta Braves franchise history was back in 1891. The Boston Bean Eaters. 17 straight wins. The Boston Bean Eaters? Uh, hey. I mean, I know they were the Boston Braves at some point, but <laughs> I didn't realize they were called the Bean Eaters. The Bean Eaters, baby. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I mean, I, you, can sort of, you can sort of count that, I like, guess. Like I said, second, yeah. basically second longest. I mean, it's in the franchise's history. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's baseball, baby. Just, just has baseball, baby. That is. All right, well, uh, thank you for the fair foul today, Joe. I yeah. appreciate the Yankee slant to it because, I whoa, San Diego has 19 runs now. Dear God. It's 19 to 5. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Machado, 3 for 4 with his 11th home run, by the way, 4 RBIs. The Cubs pitching is atrocious. I saw this tweet just come across the timeline. First baseman Frank Schwindel, who threw the 35-mile-an-hour pitch the other day, has now pitched in more games, two in the last four days for the Cubs than closer David Robertson, zero. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And then Keith Law, you know him? Yeah. He, uh, he tweeted, the position players pitching thing has really lost its appeal at this point. We've really... Maybe we'll wrap the show on this. We got a really quick last segment. Are Why is everybody throwing position players now? It's like every day there's position players pitching. That's next. This is Hot Corner on the fan. All right, we're going to pull an audible here. We don't need to talk about position players pitching. We've got a Hot Corner special. Joe Fish has the roster in front of him of those 18... 18- 97? 1891. 1891. Boston Bean Eaters. Such a fantastic team name. That is a fantastic and potentially controversial team name. Bean Eaters. It certainly sounds prejudiced if we're going to look at it that way. And they were in Boston, which, as we know, has a history and continues to be not very accepting of other people. But, okay, let's go. Do we have any like really borderline team uh, guys on this team? Like borderline Hall of Famers? No, like borderline names that you can maybe say, maybe can't say. Oh no! I mean, um, you, you can say them because it's somebody's name, but yeah, no, we're in the clear with this roster. Oh, okay, <laughs> uh, but the <laughs> I find it hilarious that there's a player named Pretzels Getzen, and when I look up the roster, it says that he's from Germany. And so, what? Sure enough, 1891. All these Americans like. Ah, oh. German boy, ah, huh? pretzels. We'll call you pretzels. <laughs> I'm like, what was his real name? Of course, I don't know. I how haven't. Do you, how I do you spell the last name? Pretzel Getzen or uh, Getzine? How do you spell it? G E T Z I E N. It might be Getzine. Got it. That sounds more German. Getzine. Yes, his <laughs> his name was Charles. Oh yeah, pretzels is way better. Charles H. Pretzels Getzine. Yeah, I don't blame him. him Uh, Sources conflict as to whether the nickname was derived from his German ethnicity or from the belief that he was able to throw a double curve following the curves of a pretzel. 
Dude, how is that possible? Let's go. Baseball's so great. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> how? What? You can throw a double curve? So you're telling me the pitch comes out of your hand and it makes an M shape? I remember before... back in 1891, a guy could throw a double curve. It starts curving and goes pretzels. back up and then curves down again? How? Oh, my God. This is so fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say there's not really controversy. I think the nickname came from the fact that he was German and not that he could throw a magical pitch. <laughs> What is this, JFK over here with this uh, magic bullet? <laughs> Throwing double curves over here. We also have Cyclone Ryan. Hey. He's from Ireland. Okay. <laughs> Sources conflict over whether or not his name is because of his Irish uh, ethnicity or the fact that he threw a pitch that spun 17 times like a cyclone before reaching the plate. Is uh... <laughs> I just made that up. Sounds sounds legit. Though. I know. Well, based on the last thing, I mean, right? Everyone I had it, a magic pitch. I find it odd, though, on his baseball reference page that he has no birthday. Well, that's because he's, he's fake. six foot, two hundred pounds, even. Mm. Like they had no stats on yeah, this guy. Yeah, well, they didn't have scales back then. Are you kidding me? Uh, let's see. Uh, you you feel like you might be two hundred pounds? You say, kid, kid Nichols. Okay, cool name. Um, I I think here. Herman, classic name. I would like there to be a team. You know, every team has like a bit each year. You know, they they do the thing on the base. They get there or they they got something going on in the, in the dugout or whatever. I would like a team one year to have their bit be old school nicknames. That'd be fantastic. And for all of them to have a cool old school nickname that has like a pretzels. real. Yeah, like pretzels. That has a real basis in something that they've done. And. It gets talked about enough on the broadcast that eventually throughout the course of the year, they are then considered their real name with in the middle of their nickname. I want a team to do that. I just thought of a couple of the names from that Cleveland Spiders team that we can't say on air that I would love to see an MLB player <laughs> try and put that name on the back of their jersey. Yeah, like, or, or yeah, they could do like... Uh, they have the the weird jersey thing they did where they put the nicknames on the back. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. I forget what that was. Uh, they, it was like yeah. Players Weekend or something. Yeah, I remember what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'd, like I'd like to see that. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Patrick should be back next week, as far as I know. And uh, so the, the gang should be here next Wednesday from 7 to 9. If you missed any of it, Les Schwab Tires podcast. No beers on us this week. And uh, we will see you next week. Have a very good rest of your Wednesday night. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.